Welcome to the Royal Geek Podcast. My name is Tyler Sweat, also called T-Sweat, and I'm here today with two incredible gentlemen, Justin Sandoval, a.k.a. Sandy, and Anthony Amato. We call him Shimato. Uh, boys, it's it's good to be here with you guys. I feel like it's been a long time that I, since I've been here. Yeah, man. You yeah, skipped out on us last time. Which I did. Family I holiday things I know. came Hol- up. Trust and, me. Holidays are, are crazy uh, right now. Yeah, um, which uh, we just got through uh, a pretty, you know, the busiest time uh, of year yeah. for sure. Yeah. So What he doesn't know is he's on his second strike. Oh, um, gosh. <laughs> Yikes. No, 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 no. Uh, not at all. Not at all. But really, yes. Yeah, um, okay. Great. But yeah, yeah. So New Year's coming in uh, soon. I mean, I, if you're listening to this, it's definitely the New Year. Yeah, this uh, will be yeah, the last yeah. episode recorded in 2021. Wow, yeah, yeah. That's crazy. What a year. You you guys gained a valuable member of the, of yeah, the team. Yeah, Tyler 2. Uh, Tyler yeah. 2. Which point has oh. the potential yeah. to be promoted to Tyler <laughs> 1 because at any point. if you haven't noticed, we are missing <laughs> T-Roll. Yeah. Unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, T Roll, yeah. we miss you. Hope you're listening in. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but you know what? You know what's refreshing? Uh, what's a break from Marvel content, and we're going to talk about some Star Wars content. Yeah, today. yeah, yeah. going to be go- jumping into Book of Boba Fett. Yes, this is Book of Boba Fett, and uh, you know what? To be honest with you, I'm kind of excited to to just take a take a break from Marvel for a minute because yep. it has consumed us for so long. It has. Like there's so much other good content coming out right now. And I I mean, I've been watching it on the side, but as far as like bringing it to this podcast, like we have definitely reserve space for Marvel here. And uh, yeah, yeah, there's definitely a lot of recommends I have. Yeah. It it, it feels like since uh, WandaVision started, we have just been Marvel to pedal the metal down to the floor. Yeah. It's just been crazy. It seems like we've, Barely had any time off for anything else in our lives. Yep. Which, which honestly, I was, I was telling you guys before we were recording, like I, I had to almost like switch my brain off from Marvel stuff and onto Star Wars, like yep. re- reorient myself to the to the universe um, because you know we're gonna end up talking like Patton Oswalt here and like bringing in Thanos <laughs> and you know doing yeah. yeah. Remember, there are no Quinjets in this universe. Right. Yes. Right. No. Ooh, only X wings. Yes. yes. Right. A wings. Yeah. Tie fighters, all yeah. that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah, it definitely has been a, a, a major switch in my brain, but uh, it's been a good one, a welcomed one for sure. Yeah, yes, absolutely. And yeah. uh, man, what a it, telling, truly refreshing. It really is. Um, Book of Boba Fett. We're about to break it down right now. Um, there will be some spoilers, uh, but we'll we'll start off with our general thoughts, just how it was. And uh, I'll, you know, I'm gonna kick it off. Uh, overall, I absolutely enjoyed the episode. It was yeah. a little bit of a slow burn uh, towards yeah. the middle yeah, of the of the sure. show, but I feel like it was needed. I feel like we needed a second to uh, you know kind of settle into the character of Boba yeah. Fett and how he kind of developed and where he's at today. Um, and the huge action scenes at the beginning, uh, and the huge action scenes at the end, like, I, I, I love that pairing. Um, mm-hmm. but, but, uh, overall it was very enjoyable. I understand the slow parts and why they were needed. Yeah. Um, yeah. but, uh, I definitely wish for some more, some action heavy scenes coming on, yeah. uh, f- further in the future. So, uh, overall enjoyable. Yeah. I think he's a, he's a very challenging character to, to bring into this universe um, in, in the sense of the TV universe because there's been so much content that has been thought about over the mm-hmm. last 50 years about him as a character yeah. from yeah. like fans' minds and all, all, all that stuff. And, and the appearances he has have, have not dove too deep into him as a character yeah. in, the, yeah. <clears throat> in our main realms, like seeing him in 
you know, any of the original Star Wars, even when you were seeing him as a child and, you know, some of the prequels. And sure, so sure. It, it's, it's really about, you got to get to know this character on a level outside of, you know, you know, just the outside looking in, you're starting to actually see, um, from his perspective and a lot of things is we really haven't gotten any view of him as a character from his own perspective. So it's gonna be really interesting to just see how this, yeah. this world plays out from, you know, that point of view. Yeah, definitely. I think uh, I thought the same thing kind of coming into it, you know, uh, it sometimes it's easy, I think for these huge franchises to just milk every character they can and like give us these, you know, backstory movies and series and stuff. But this is one I'm actually looking forward to. Yeah. Like you mentioned, like he's a character that hasn't really been explored outside of some of those initial uh, appearances and then maybe some childhood stuff, like you said. But I'm really I'm really looking forward to kind of opening up this, this character a little more, seeing kind of his trajectory forward. And uh, yeah, I'm looking forward can, to it. Can you guys think of any other uh, uh, character or entity in, in, in some sort of uh, pop culture movie or TV show or anything that had less than 10 minutes of screen time throughout the entirety of the original run in the movies that is so beloved. And then now it has his own show. Like, yeah, can you think like, it, doesn't, it doesn't make any sense? Yeah. It, 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 yeah. It's crazy. But the fan base is crazy. That's, yeah. They love him. Yeah. Yeah. They love Boba Fett. Yeah. And uh, just being able to peel back the layers in the show is going to be, uh, it's going to be fun to do. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. and episode one, I, I do believe it, it kicks it off very well. Yeah. I will say too, it kind of was refreshing. Like definitely, like you said, Justin was a, slow kind of obviously it's very visual episode not a lot of uh at least in the first like what was it the first 12 minutes only had like two words <laughs> yes, yes. there's like a lot of alien garble garbage yeah. you know language yeah. and um so it was kind of you know leaning into the the acting w without the words and the visuals uh, which was really cool to see but also thinking about coming off of all these marvel shows which have been nothing but uh, just packed full of characters, packed full intense of storylines, intense yeah. dialogue, <laughs> lots of unpacking to do. A lot was, of wit. It, yes, yeah, it was yes. kind of nice to like slow down and just have yeah. have some like just just visual storytelling and kind of setting up the the character and the rest of the series well. Yeah, and I feel like the way they are going about kind of telling the story of Boba Fett, like the way it starts off, he's in kind of like a, a, a bath chamber slash yeah. like healing, like healing pod. healing chamber, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, he's he's dreaming. And yeah. so we're going to be introduced to his uh, flashbacks through dream sequences. Yeah. And, uh, and the way they do that, they like unravel the entire dream sequence uh, or they do a first portion and then they do a regular old... Uh, what's happening currently, but yeah. I love the, the whole entire dream sequence and his experience and what happened after yeah. he, the last we saw of him in return of the Jedi and they right. just did it. I, I like that aspect yeah. of it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I really like that they're using that as a framing device for the flashbacks mm -hmm. instead of, um, you know, just throwing in them and maybe randomly yeah. or, you know, yeah. having to be triggered by something. I kind of, I, I like the, 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 the way that is a very, distinct framing device where you know when you're going to see these moments that are in the past that are getting him to where he is right now. Yep, definitely. Yeah, and so the first the first little dream sequence that we see is uh, we got a shot of of uh, young Boba Fett, and he's holding uh, Jango Fett's head. Yeah. <laughs> staring at it. Yeah. yeah, but you also see Kamino and the, the, the waters and the yeah. rain and all that um, uh, swishing around and everything, but just the fact that him and and the impression that it left of him holding his father's head in his hands yeah. like mm -hmm. how crazy yeah. is that man but uh obviously that shaped him in some sort of fashion oh yeah because it's oh, there yeah. on his mind and he's yeah. like completely reliving it yeah i mean it definitely is gonna you know 
come into the play of how he feels about Jedi and, how, you know, mm-hmm. it, through his, his views. And it, it also makes me think of if they went that, especially with him going that far back into his life, yeah. are we going to get to see something? I, I mean, maybe I'm just, you know, crazy for, you know, not thinking they would dive so much into it. But the time in between, you know, him being a child and him being... <laughs> In Return of the Jedi. So are we going to so see? Are like, we going to see that time? Are we going to see angsty? <laughs> just, yeah, like, like, like pimple face. Oh no. yeah. yeah. <laughs> or, or, like because I didn't really ever think yeah. about like I, when when I was thinking about the new flashbacks, I was thinking, okay, they're going to do from whenever Return of the Jedi yeah. after he gets out of this hollow pit to the moment that he runs into the Mandalorian yeah. is what I was kind of thinking would yeah. focus more on. But if, with yeah. it going all the way back to Phantom Menace, you know. Is there going to be anything else that we see in there that, you know, things that also shaped his life through throughout it as well? It could be. I think it's more, at least, you know, and I have no idea where they're going with the rest of the series, but I do think that there is a sense, like, they're trying to orient the fans and, like, you know, get, throw us some bones of, like, things we remember. Yeah, and the things yeah. that we, that's what I think they're going know, for, episode yeah, one. Absolutely. Yeah. Trying to get us to where we are now while answering some questions that we've had throughout the years, you know, we'll yeah. talk about in a second, but yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know that they'll, they'll do many more flashbacks or take us to like prepubescent, you know, voice cracking, <laughs> you know, I don't know if we'll do that with Boba Fett, but See, well, never know. B- listen, Boba Fett, he's a clone. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, he's probably perfect throughout his entire growing up. Yeah. So he probably didn't have acne. He didn't have his voice cracking. It was just, he was just like perfect transition throughout. Yeah, or, or if it was, it was for a very short amount of time because clones right. age quicker than, yeah. See you know, that in true. itself is an entire debate. Like we have mm. like how clones age, like what's the whole premise that goes into it. Yeah. yeah. It, we're not going to dive that far into it, but, uh, but yeah, so we see that and then like the, almost the immediate scene, it's pitch black, <laughs> right? It's pitch yeah, black and yeah. you hear a lot of gurgling, a lot of creaking yeah. and, uh, he turns on his, uh, his, uh, lantern flashlight, whatever you want to call it. Right. And, Which uh, I, was that, has it always been a flashlight? I don't think so. Is like, that just I, like I, repurposed? I, I, yeah, <laughs> if, I felt like it was repurposed, right? Yeah. It's a little uh, antenna, antenna thing. Yeah. Like he just uh, when he did that, into... I was like, "Wait, what?" Like that was just a whole moment. <laughs> They're like, "How?" Yeah, I don't remember uh, seeing that detail in the in the in the sun, desert sun. No, like, yeah. I, I feel yeah. like you know you you just probably got John Favreau like chilling as they're writing this episode. And they're like, uh, "Why not make it a flashlight?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But uh, <laughs> but we we see that he is uh, covered in like this slime and there's tentacles and like weird organic matter and the first scene we see of the, the light hits is a stormtrooper so yeah. wait, he's clearly in the sarlacc and right, it right. is it's it's pretty incredible I'm not gonna lie <laughs> yeah. and uh be honest with you it was kind of like uh i don't know it was, it was chilling like uh yeah. you, you kind of were like oh man like you kind of felt like everything was closing in on you you're like yeah you could really feel it and uh and then uh, it, it, you hear him cutting away, and his his flamethrower goes, and it consumes yeah. the whole screen, and then it pans down from the sun. Now we're on a surface level, and right. uh, and here's where you insert Patton Oswalt going yeah. off on <laughs> yep. his filibuster on right. uh, Parks and Rec, and uh, he called it. He totally called it. Called it. A hundred percent called it. Which, At least part of it. Well, you know what? Yeah, part of it, obviously. <laughs> um, but here's what I think really truly happened is that John Favreau was such a big fan of Patton Oswalt in general yeah. that he, I mean, at the end of this, had written by written, John, right. John Favreau, yeah. and uh, so I think he just literally took what Patton Oswalt said. Unfortunately, he didn't get credit for it because I didn't see Patton Oswalt anywhere in the <laughs> credits, but. Mm. Uh, he did that. He did that on purpose, I believe. I think so. Yeah, yeah. I, I could buy that. Mm-hmm. And awesome. uh, we we see the the perfectly descriptive Pat Oswald. Shout out Pat Oswald. Uh, we would love for you to be a fan of the show. Anyway, <laughs> um, so anyway, he describes the 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 
two sons pans down, see this the Sarlacc pit desert area. Hand comes out the glove, the, the gauntlet, hand, yeah, yeah, pulls himself out of the the wreckage of the Sarlacc, and yep. just watching this visually is so amazing like yeah we thought about it for years and years yeah. and years as fans I really mean, satisfying it is a hundred percent satisfying Definitely. and then he just like collapses and lays there and uh man just that scene in general was just perfection yeah yep. and of course you know leads right into the <laughs> craziest characters in all of <laughs> The planet, and you see Jawas show up. Jawas. Of course. Always Jawas. And listen, I was uh, I was watching it with subtitles. I don't know. I mean, I'm a huge subtitles fan. Yeah, and uh, when the Jawas were speaking, it was like Jawanese. Like it was, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it comes in like indistinct yeah. Jawanese. Yeah. yeah, I was like, what? The world, man. I love. I love this. Man. I absolutely oh. love it. Um, but yeah, they're, they they start stealing his armor. Of yeah, course. and uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. They strip him down to like nothingness, and then he's just laying there. And uh, they they actually hit him to get him off because he tries to grab their legs, right? Mm-hmm. And then yeah. uh, knock him out, and knock him out, and then boom, he's there. And then daylight comes, sandstorm, and of course they're in the sand, they're in the desert. So yep. what other classic Star Wars character are we going to insert here? Oh, of course, Tuscan Raiders. Tuscan Raiders. Yeah, of course, yeah. why not? Right? And you hear their screeching, their their yells, and. Oh man, and which I had to throw in there. I was watching this. Uh, my wife was sitting next to me. She's like, "What is going on? Like all these aliens kind of coming up and you know pillaging this guy, and then just like these shrieking creatures." I'm like, "Yeah, there's there's a lot you got to catch up on, babe. Like you yeah. just gotta, yeah, yeah. Just just don't question anything. Just yeah. accept whatever." And for the is rest going of the day, on. I was yeah. just like, oh. "Like it sounded like a <laughs> monkey or something." I was trying to mimic. Yeah, their, it's like part monkey, yeah, like part like squealing. Yeah, like, yeah. it's almost like a pig. Yeah, yeah right, right. right. Yeah. It's yeah. It's, you got it down. Good job. Um, but yeah, so then they like tie him up and they drag yeah. him through the desert. And he's like, he just barely escaped death right. from a, a Sarlacc. Yeah. And uh, and he's looking pretty rough. Yeah. Like you can t- I love the, actually the visuals of like and the, the makeup and the stuff they did for yeah. his like sunburned skin. And, yeah. Like, the wind. He looked very dry. Yes. Oh, <laughs> they did a really good job with that. Yeah. And uh, but yeah, but you're seeing the the torture kind of like he he is being tortured but it's like not intentional right he, yeah. but you can see the anguish that he's going through yeah. um and all of all of that just it's it's one event after the other like he's literally like kicked into the sarlacc pit yeah. and then he's in the stomach and he claws his way out and then boom he's immediately like pillaged by jawas and then yeah. he's knocked out by them and then dragged through the desert like this is all happening consecutively right. and yeah. right. uh it doesn't stop like he gets to the camp and like they refuse him water or yeah. whatever yeah. drink that they are drinking out of these little bowls um but then uh man i thought it was really cool to see uh it, when he he had somebody else who was imprisoned by the yeah. by the mm-hmm. by the tuscan raiders and he's like trying to get out of there and then he's like He's like, hey, do you want me to break your chains? And then he's like, squeals on him. He alerts. Yeah, yeah. He, I was like, what? Yeah. What are you doing? What? And then he he brings it. He calls back and he's like, we could have got out of here if it wasn't for you and your yeah. like loud mouth. But yeah. Uh, yeah, but yeah, it just the interaction between the brief interaction between them. Like, I'm trying to I'm trying to help you out here, and you need to help me out. But then he just like completely like yeah. leaves him. It, it is really interesting because it creates like a you kind of get to see couple different sides of him because you get to see mm-hmm. he, he isn't like the worst dude in the world he's trying he tries to help that dude out but if you notice when he was in the sarlacc pit he immediately went for 
the stormtroopers air he, he didn't yeah. like so you saw he, how he could be brutal as well like he didn't care about that other stormtrooper you know but this other random prisoner you know who may not have done anything to you know to deserve where he is he's willing to put his neck out for someone who he feels may be just an innocent you know bystander and all yeah this. you can see yeah he's he's not a bad person, yes. but he is kind of in that survival mode. Yes. And uh, when you're in that survival mode, you tend to do things to yep. look out for yourself. And whether that's good, bad, or indifferent. Or like, ugly. You're, yeah, exactly. You're going to... So. You're going to do that. So thinking of that, it actually, uh, you know, the way he looked actually reminded me a lot of um, when he was summer and everything like what Clint Eastwood looked like after he was stuck in the sun for a long time in the, the movie The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. That's mm. what he looked like. He's just like that, yeah. like just completely sunburned. Like you're like at the point of, you know, you're on the very verge of, you know, collapsing and dying. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. And uh, man, just uh, you're right about the the makeup and everything. Like they really did uh, do a good job there and uh, to, to sell that to us. Because yeah. um, I don't know about you, but like, I guess 2021, uh, even though this is coming in towards the end, has been like the, the very good visually for deserts. Like Dune did an excellent job yeah. of making it look very majestic. It's it's not it's not majestic at all. It's just literally <laughs> mounds of sand. But they made it look like it was like very like you want to be there kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And then this kind of like doubled down on that because like this the visuals of the sandstorm. Uh, yeah, I mean it looked really really appealing to the eye. And then like the the background and. Like when they're dragging them through, they're like, "Man, that visually looks very appealing." Yeah. Mm. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so sand <laughs> special effects is definitely yeah. the the in thing for twenty twenty one. And it was really cool seeing like the 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 way that Hudson Raiders interacted with with them as because I, I got what I kind of saw in them as not necessarily that they were tr- truly purposefully torturing like you were like you were saying, Justin. They weren't necessarily purposely torturing, but I see the way that they see their people, and then they see everybody outside of their people. Right. And they, if you are outside, you are there to use in their own devices to whatever. So they, they were obviously going to, it seemed like they were using them as slaves to like work them to the point of death. And then if they die, then they die. That type of situation is yeah. kind of how I saw it. And uh, the, the Tuscan Raider child that was just yeah. messing with him the whole time. <laughs> that was pretty crazy. They were yeah. just like beating on him and uh, poking at him and all that kind of stuff. But uh, think, think about this for a second, right? This Tuscan Raider child, right? Uh, there's no way to gauge how old this child is. But clearly, this child is a spawn of after Anakin killed everybody <laughs> everybody in, in the Tuscan Raider community. Uh, and so mm. like this child was born after like a... A massive genocide. Like, if you really think about it, like the age of this child potentially could line up with, uh, I mean, like right afterwards, yeah, or or the the parents of that child or yeah. something like that. But yeah, it, just mm. thinking about that. Well, the way sure. I, I, I like I with the way I see it set up is that Anakin destroyed like one group of them, a, a tribe, probably. Yes. Mm. So like, there uh, the way I see it is that there are multiple tribes of Tusken Raiders on that planet. Yeah. Not necessarily that was the tribe that got attacked, but it would be an interesting idea if like the, the word of that had spread to see, you know, how the Tusken Raiders end up interact. Cause we haven't seen like the, how he gets hit in what I'm assuming is better favor. Oh, we, we saw the beginnings of it, but like how he builds up his, reputation inside of their culture um and it'd be interesting to see because how they feel potentially about or jedi and how he feels about jedi and those aligning yeah you know oh, yeah. yeah in the process because you know 
if that has gotten word around of what a Jedi did to a Tuscan Raider tribe, and then, of course, what happened to his father for the Jedi. It would be an interesting way to I, see how they interact with I each other. I feel like way. they would just uh, generalize it and, and kind of just say an outsider. An outsider came and destroyed the tribe. Yeah. And so, therefore, that's why they're treating him the way he is because uh, he is technically an outsider. Yeah. And they are just being very, like, they have very, uh, they're cautious. Yeah. They're cautious about anybody who's coming into their their circle and like I mean they they, they are pretty brutal. They're brutal yeah. with him. Oh, they yeah. don't they yeah. don't give him any anything to drink and they're the kids are beating on him. Like I mean like yeah. come on. Right. Um but uh he does eventually escape and uh for for, well, for a little while at least. Yeah. Um and but then they capture him, which okay, so I get it. He's been through a lot, right? But uh he's supposed to be like one of the, the best bounty hunters in the in the entire galaxy. But like the Tuscan Raider, the the main one who's like the the chief or whatever, right? Who completely like beats him up. <laughs> like it was it was yeah. weird seeing somebody who like when we were reintroduced to him in Mandalorian series where he was mm-hmm. dude, he had knee rockets, right? Like that yeah. was incredible, right? <laughs> I get it. He doesn't have his armor, understandable, right? Yeah, like, let's see you get half digested. Yeah. And then <laughs> half digested. and then burn in the sun. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. But uh, so anyway, he got he got whooped by the the Tuscan Raider chief. Uh, I wish these Tuscan Raiders had names, man. What would we yeah. call them? Like Tuscan Raider One, Tuscan Raider. Yeah. But anyway, um, so yeah, he gets beat by him. Then they get chained together and they drag him through the desert even farther. Um, and the child is the one that's uh, in charge of him now. Apparently, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Like that's. I mean, that's pretty impressive that they just trusted the child to go with them, right? Yeah. But he's supposed to dig for water, and they're finding these little like bowl looking things. Yeah, like little yeah. bulbs yeah. that had like. Some sort some of water, liquid in the inside, yeah. yeah. And it, to me, it seemed like almost like an uh, an extension of like the idea of like a cactus surviving in yeah. in the desert. Like these were maybe a plant or something yeah. that holds on to water or liquid yeah. out yeah. in the desert, Just right and, under the surface of the yeah. sand. But like, keep yeah. in mind, like this is all still like the dream sequences. Uh, we are kind of talking about the dream sequences all together. Uh, they yeah. were chopped up with a little bit of uh, of current time uh, mixed in, but we'll we'll get there and we'll talk about all the current time stuff. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, so like they're digging away. Um, Boba Fett is just uh, completely like he's talking to the child at the same time as while he's doing stuff. He's like, "Oh, so you want me to dig for water?" And, like he's like kind of narrating what's going on, yeah. like uh, for the audience really. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> they discover uh, a reptilian hand, and it turns out to be like this sick looking centaur yeah. reptile thing yeah, that's yeah. just like absolutely visually appealing. Like it yeah. looked so cool to see. Yeah. Um, it reminded me of Goro from. Uh, it did, yeah, yeah. It was like <laughs> Mortal Kombat. Yeah, it was like Mortal Kombat mixed with like reptile people. Yeah. Like yeah. it was, it was really, really cool to see. Yeah. Um, you can definitely tell that Disney is backing <laughs> these series yeah. uh, because oh, yeah. the money is there for uh, yeah. the special effects. Oh, there were a couple times that while I was watching it, it, it felt like it wasn't fully finished. Like some of the the like effects of the actual creature. But as far as like the creature goes, I love the way that he interacted. Like he was able to get like. He was kind of on four legs yeah. to run, and then he could like stand up on the hind two legs, and like that. Yeah. Like the interaction with the character, like the the beast was incredible. But yeah. there were a couple times I was like, "That looks a little cartoonish." Which I mean, <laughs> it's kind of par for the course with Star Wars. Sometimes it's you know they yeah. they ride the line of like practical, kind of yes. silly yes. effects of of those type of characters. But uh, that was just my take on it. 
Yeah, and uh, Boba Fett, uh, he uh, the 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 centaur looking thing uh, is about to kill this child, the uh, the Tuscan Raider child, and and he like Boba Fett mounts the back with his uh, his chains yeah. and just strangles it to death. And, like, up, he he yeah. gets a Leia kill. Yeah. It's, oh yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, right. yeah that's, right. that's right. That's right. Exactly. Like, yeah. He gets killed. A, uh, Boba, or, uh, Jabba. Jabba. Yeah. Jabba, yeah. Jabba yeah. Hutt, yeah. And uh, I love the very next scene. As soon as the he he chokes it out and it falls down, the very next scene is the Tuscan Raider child running to the camp, just screeching, Victory. holding the head. Yeah. yeah. yeah like yeah. he's like, "Look what happened! Look what I got! Look what I got! This yeah. is crazy." Um, but uh, so that's when we kind of start seeing the uh, Tuscan Raiders kind of accept yeah. uh, Boba Fett for what he's done and all that kind of stuff. They offer him water, yeah. and mm-hmm. then that really that really ends the flashback sequences. Yeah. Um, yeah. Man, that was. I mean, it, it it was cool to see. Like, this is kind of part of the slow burn because of the the you get the, a lot of the the walking uh, yeah. in the desert, and you get a lot of the I'm confused. What, what's going on? What yeah. are you doing with me? Like, you get a lot of that. But but uh, I feel like all of that was necessary just to kind of show how he has established himself again. Yeah, because like, obviously he established himself as a bounty hunter, uh, one of the best ones in the galaxy. But here he is at uh, like broken down to his bare basics and here he is establishing himself again yeah. as somebody who doesn't have armor doesn't yeah. have weapons yeah. uh, but he is very good at what he does mm-hmm. and he's establishing that again with these yeah. uh, Tuscan Raiders so I thought it was cool to see that whole flashback sequence yeah I, I think it's gonna be really interesting I'm, I think it's gonna be interesting to see if um, his if we get more flashbacks with him and the Tuscan Raiders I would like to see a little bit more of that. See, does he earn the staff that he ends up with, or I does have he some theories about what's going to happen? Or does we'll he, there. you know, yeah. take a more violent path towards that? You know, it'd be interesting. Like, does he integrate himself into the community and earn it at, through respect and stuff like that? You know, yeah. like he's been stating, you know, throughout the episode himself, or does he take it through violence from, you know, and just kind of knock off mm. the entire camp or something like along those lines? Yeah, it, it seems like this uh, this version or this kind of stage of his life, he, he's trying to build. Even though he's obviously he's um, sitting on a throne of these like you know this crime syndicate kind of right, thing. Yeah. Uh, he and has a, he, he has a, a crime lord aspect of himself. Yeah, yeah like but his, he has this sense of honor about him, like yeah. the way he wants yes. to rule. He talks about that, like uh, so maybe that's part of it. Yeah. part of his journey is learning this system of honor and like earning what you're there for. Kind yeah. Of thing. Yeah, and so like when he's woken up out of this uh, healing chamber, she's like, uh, uh, "Fennec Shand." We immediately get yep. boss like wake up yep. like, I, I, okay. First off, Fennec Shand is one of the best new Star Wars characters mm. that has been introduced yeah. in the last like decade. Like, in- truly incredible. I, I love uh, everything about her. Ming Na uh, Wen. Yes, Ming Na Wen. Uh, she's she's truly incredible, and uh, she's like, uh, we got it ready for the tributes. Like, and so. But you you mentioned earlier off the pod, uh, Shimato, that the description for the episode, um, and it was uh, Boba Fett holds court, right? Yes. <laughs> Lots of information. That was it. Yeah. That was all we got. But like anyway, so he's like sitting in his throne, which we saw at the end of Mandalorian. Right. We're getting a, yeah. a good visual here. And uh, people throughout uh, whoever, whatever city of uh, Mos Espra that they're at, yeah. um, they're like filtering in, like uh, trib- offering a tribute to him mm-hmm. uh, because he's the new uh, crime lord. Because he yes. uh, he beat uh, he he killed what's his name uh, Bib or, or Bib I believe Bib Fortuna. Yes, Fortuna, yeah. Bib Fortuna. And uh, so anyway, so the, you see a few people offering him uh, goods and services, right? But then, but then there's the the mayor's little uh, like right hand or whatever. Yeah. I forget what he called himself. Uh, uh, 
I don't remember. He's just like a liaison. Yes, he kind of yeah, comes yeah, on behalf of the... And yeah. uh, his interaction was interesting. Um, I would love to hear your guys' thoughts on, on this interaction. He was very, I don't know, condescending. Yeah. Very, very condescending. Um, but... Uh, he was like, "I'm here. For, I'm here for tributes, but like, yeah. Oh, but, that was yeah. Ooh, that was that yeah. was kind of an, when Boba yeah. Fett said, I, I'm confused.' And and uh, Fennec Shams like, I think he wants a tribute. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, <laughs> right. Your tribute is uh, you get to leave unmolested, is what she said. Yeah. And I, I right. oh my gosh. But yeah, yeah. This interaction. What did you guys? What was your takeaway from this? Yeah, it definitely was an interesting, like, when, of course, everyone's coming, bringing their, like, loads of, you know, credits and money and all yeah, those things. Rugs to the dude, the or rugs. whatever the heck yeah. that one guy. Yeah. Had. Yeah. Um, but then, yeah, this when this guy comes in and they're like, oh, we thought the mayor himself was going to come. And, and then like, you kind of got the idea that, yeah. like, there's there's some beef. You know, like, there's, yeah, there's, there's something already, going on here. There's already some, like, some relational tension that's going to be, yeah. I'm sure, unfolded, yeah, obviously. You, you're new. You, you're you not as established yes. as Jabba. Yeah. And I'm going to question that right now. Yeah. Exactly. Do I really yeah. need your help? That right. kind of thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 He's obviously testing his boundaries of what he, yeah. what he is. So you kind of take liberties, you know, in that situation. Like you, you knew where the territorial guidelines were before, but mm-hmm. now there's a new person in power. You see if you can push that out a little bit, give yourself right. a little bit more room yourself. Uh, it seems like what they're str- they're trying to build up is the cl- kind of like the classic like relationship between a more physical leader and what may be more of a um, a like a political leader in that, yeah. in that sense where it, it'll be very similar to what the, the, the Mandalorian was up against the grand Moff in that sense mm-hmm. of the, up against a person who is not necessarily as powerful physically uh, or as good in combat, but someone who has the money and potentially the mind to be able to um, challenge uh, Boba in combat. Yeah, and uh, we kind of see a different style of rule that Boba's tra- trying yes. to establish. Like, uh, it, she she's like, "Should I kill him?" And he's like, "No, I'm not. We're right. not gonna, we're not going to kill him right now. Like, uh, just just let him leave. Let him pass the message on to the mayor." Um, right. And uh, just something about this guy, like the way he was speaking, his inflections and all that kind of yeah. stuff. Apologies, Very apologies. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh. Yes, the smarmiest dude. Yes. Like, oh man, I love it. Um. But uh, yeah, he was definitely punchable. Yeah. Uh, I would uh, definitely yeah. recommend oh, very, punching his face like, yeah. for sure. Face, yeah. Um, <laughs> and of course, as he's leaving, he's like, uh, "You may expect another delegation. Yeah. You'll have some other. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yes. you're gonna send some people soon. Yeah, yeah, very soon. soon. Yeah. Um, Which uh, you know, later on, we maybe we see that delegation. I think so. I yeah. think yeah. You know? I think that's part of it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, I but yeah, then it breaks away to him actually like entering to this, the city, right? And uh, he heads to the bar, the uh, the the infamous bar that uh, we're all we're all aware of. Um, well, yeah. well, I think it's also cantina. important to drop out the fact that he also pardons to uh, the Gamorreans. Oh yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The Gamorreans. Yes, yeah, that's right. Who um who is another? It's another show of his maybe leading a little bit differently. Yeah, yeah. What is yeah. he? He says he doesn't want to lead uh, by violence. He wants to lead. By, he, he wants to. Lead, he doesn't want yeah, to lead by fear. Yes. He wants to lead by respect. respect yes. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. yeah, but the Gamorreans they like take a knee and uh, yes. they they pledge their loyalty to him. Yeah. Which uh, I got some comments on that later in a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, mm-hmm. but then they you see him. He's entering the cantina, right? Yeah. And. Uh, what what are we greeted with? We're greeted with the reveal of Max Rebo. He he survived his band. Uh, yeah. Everybody, yes. 
Uh, gosh, man, uh, it was cool seeing uh, Rebo and the, the his rest of his band, the Jizz Whalers, I believe they're yes. called uh, <laughs> Max Rebo and the Jizz Whalers. Um, anyway, um, mm. the, the music's playing, it's great, it's fantastic. Um, and then he has a, a little bit of interaction in the bar, just a little yeah. bit. Uh, would you like us to clean your helmet? I thought that was I thought that was cool because yeah. he's like, yeah. yeah, absolutely. And then uh, they give their helmets away, and then they come back, and it's full of coin. Full, right? Yes. Yep. yep. <laughs> kind Dude, of buying them off. Yeah. yeah. So my question is like, uh, we have Boba Fett, um, renowned bounty hunter, right? Mm. Yeah. Um, how does he go from that to choosing to be like a crime lord? Like, I mean, I mean, I get he's been through certain circumstances, right? But like yeah. you hear Boba Fett say himself, like uh, he, he calls himself a crime Lord. He literally yeah, says right. crime Lord. Um, what, I mean, is that a, is that a easy transition from bounty hunter to crime Lord? Or I feel like the bounty hunters were s- capturing the people committing the crimes. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, I feel yeah. like, I, I mean, okay. The, or, or, or not he, was, like, he was capturing the people yeah. for the crime. For, Lords. Yes. Okay. Um, okay. Is the way yeah. I saw it or whoever gave him the most money. Right. You know, or, right. you know, the amount of money yeah. that he was looking for or whatever it was. Um, I, I mean, I, I do think it's an odd career choice in general. That's what um, I'm getting at. Yeah. I, I feel like I it's agree. sort of like, um, you know, the person who's worked, you know, their entire life, you know, let's say at their own shop, you know, <laughs> working out of it the, their entire life, never having a boss. And all of a sudden they go to work for like the most corporate like group that you could find, <laughs> mm-hmm, even yeah. though he's at the very top yeah. of that corporate scale, it still seems like it doesn't fit his like style right. as well. So it's going to be interesting to see, you know, maybe there's a deeper reason behind it. Maybe, you know, there's something else that he's aiming for in this situation. Maybe there's something with the mayor that he has. Maybe he actually does have beef with the mayor in some f- some mm. form or matter, you know, um, you know, or maybe it has maybe he's there to, you know, deal with the government set up, you know, I mean, even something as crazy as what if he's trying to make life easier for the Tuscan Raiders who he's now befriended? You know, maybe he's mm. using that role to carve out a place for them in society or, you know, you know, help protect them better in the, in the society who knows in that form. But I think there's definitely something that is being hidden from us at the moment that, um, there's a, I just don't feel like it's just straightforward as I am a crime Lord now. Yeah. It's like, we're missing the underlying motivation. Yes. What's, what's the like the purpose of yeah, yeah the motivation yeah, behind yeah. it. You're right. Yeah. That's a good point yeah. because, uh, I mean, I feel like, I don't know. I feel like bounty hunter to crime lord. I I yeah. feel like it's not a smooth transition, but like he does it. Yeah, and it, it seems like it's natural to him. He's like, mm-hmm. I'm I'm the crime lord. Like yeah. he literally yeah. says he literally yeah. says calls himself yeah. a crime lord. Yeah, like I don't know. Um, would you consider that a flaw in the episode? Like the fact that um, the, the the fact that he goes from a bounty hunter to, to crime lord so easily, or I, I wouldn't necessarily call it a flaw yet yeah i would say we have uh, if we if Wait we figure see. out yeah. what that motivation ends up becoming is it gonna uh, is see, it, are we gonna unravel here's and see the why? thing though here's the thing i don't think we're gonna get that i think i think uh, we're just supposed to expect that this is just a, this, is, is, this is the transition this is what he is now but i don't know hey, I, if we don't get a sufficient explanation or motivation set up for him Potentially a, a flaw in the episode. In yeah. Yeah. There's, I mean, there's, I don't know. I feel like if you're right, if we don't get the explanation, then it will be a major flaw because like it, I don't think it makes sense for his character yeah. arc to be honest mm-hmm. with you. But, uh, yeah. but I mean, we see, 
we see him. Okay, so he he collects the money at the cantina, right? He collects it yeah. in the helmet, and he, they leave. And then uh, all of a sudden, these assassins start coming out of, yeah. out of nowhere and surround him with their shield. And they're like, they're a stab at him, fighting at him, right? This goes on for like a, a good little bit, right? Where they're like going back and forth of uh, Boba Fett blocking and they're like hitting yeah. him. Yeah. Where are these Gamorreans that he's, <laughs> they're so loyal mm. to him that were walking right behind him when he was entering the cantina. But then when he's leaving the cantina, they take at least five minutes to come and jump and save him from the uh, shield attack slash stabbing yeah. of, uh, from the yeah. assassins. Like, I don't know. I felt like that was a little too long for the Gamorians to come in there. Maybe maybe they were just in the bathroom, dude. Maybe they just, you know, were (laughs) finishing off their pint. You know, know, very possible, very possible. But I feel like when they walked in, they were right behind him. I feel like they should have been right there behind him when he left. And I don't know. Mm. Because of them being so late to the party uh, is why he has to be carried home uh, in – in uh, like they literally carry him to the health chamber back again. I understand what you're trying to get at there, but I feel like it was more to show, like you know, I, I feel like it was more to show, like you know, that what they, they were in a tough situation and to make you see his, you know, faith in their potential loyalty show up in the moment that he needed them. I think that was more about what that scene was for. But don't you think like if they jumped in right away, it would have been. No. Just as important? No, because what you had to see is you had to see it was them in a situation where they needed to be saved. If they had shown up immediately, it would have seemed more like an even battle. It would have seemed like, okay, well, maybe he could have, him and Fennec could have gotten it out on their own. Whereas this way, it made it seem like they were in a point where they were at that moment of break and then they were saved yeah, when they but, really but, needed it. But we didn't get like a like a camera pan to them like staring and contemplating whether or not they should jump in or not. We didn't get that. We just See I see I think that's important that they they're not contemplating. They are loyal to AT. I think that is what those characters mm. are being presented as as they are so loyal that the situation they would run into that situation whether it was for their own good or not. They would not yeah. second thought have a second thought in that moment. As soon as they knew that their 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 boss was in danger, they would jump in. There would be no hesitation. Well, they they did jump in, and when they did jump in, like they started doing some freaking work, man. Yeah, like these guys <laughs> were like mm-hmm. throwing people around. They were like smashing them to pieces. Like it was. Yeah, they it was it was it was pretty great actually. Yeah. Uh, now, pretty incredible. Now I uh, do have some thoughts about whoever was running that bar. I although she was very, you know, giving. And gave a lot to them. Gave very in very compliant. easily. She was compliant. very compliant. Yeah. <laughs> Almost too much. Ah. Like, I don't know. I just yeah, feel just like... The way she spoke, right? Yes. It was, yeah. it was almost too easy. Yeah. And mm. then also the fact that they got attacked immediately after leaving her bar. And even it could lead into something of, you know, well, what if she was part of the reason why the two Gamarians yeah. were not able to immediately join into the battle? You know, so I, I don't know. Mm. I just feel like there's maybe something a little there um, that could potentially that way. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking kind of what I've, I've seen like through this episode and, and expecting kind of as we move forward is this like he's trying to, to figure out where everyone's loyalties lie. Yeah. And it might be that there are some people who are still loyal to, um, you know, either potential like other previous crime lords or there's someone bigger, someone that like yeah. kind of is the actual puppet, you know, puppeting the whole uh, the whole city there that he doesn't Which know. Which I yeah. feel like we're led to believe like the mayor 
Like, yeah, I feel like right. the assassins right. were sent by the mayor. I feel like that's where we're at. Yeah. Or we're led so. to, where we're led to believe. Yes, um, it, yeah. as the audience, which could be a misdirect, but it, it yeah. could be. Yes, I, yeah. I, that that's also potential as well. Uh, yeah. the, the, they do have one caught, so I mean, who knows what ends right. up with and uh, what he ends well, up saying. Which, by the way, I love that because she goes after them, and he's like. He's like laying on the floor and he's like alive. And yes. like, yeah, alive. she's like, okay. And then yeah. she does this whole cool like parkour uh, roof chase. <laughs> yes. yeah, yeah, parkour. And, uh, and then she has him down to two. Yeah, she's down to two. And then obviously she only needs one. So yes. she kills one of them. And then. Not going to lie, I immediately thought of Mulan. Oh, the, the, oh, the, the, the Sean Yu scene where he's like, how many men do we need to yes. send a message? Look at you go. Just one. See, look, listen, when <laughs> Ming-Na Wen's involved, you always have Mulan in the brain. Yes. Yeah. Um, that's that's pretty incredible. But anyway, so the, she, obviously, I mean, I'm assuming she takes him alive because we, we don't see, yeah. really see much after that, mm-hmm. right? And no. then, uh, um, like I said, I think I believe we're led to believe that it's the mayor's people, yeah. but I'm yeah. sure we'll find out uh, next week, obviously, on on Wednesday, um, <laughs> about what's what's really going on here. Um, but I mean, essentially like that's like, that's the, the, the gist of the episode, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, I mean, I, I believe there's one more, there's like one more scene where, uh, they bring Boba Fett back to his chamber and they, uh, like throw him back in. Yeah. The healing tank. Yeah. The, yeah, the healing tank. Um, but, but yeah, that's, uh, but isn't there a scene, man, I, I saw it this morning or Wednesday morning and then I watched halfway through today. But isn't there a scene where he's like looking on to like Uncle Owen's place? Like, isn't that? Yes. I, um, I don't know. I think it's just a, a random. I don't know. If, I don't know farm. if it's necessarily Uncle Owen, but yeah. I feel like it looks. It, it like looks it. very um, much. It, it's either. It's either meant to look a lot yeah. like that in the sense of you're supposed to yeah. understand well, that these are the same type of people. So what, what was the, what was the did, purpose? What was the purpose of the scene? Is what I'm I'm getting at. I don't know. I did watch some other oh. reviews and like they were talking about how like if you if you know the map or the layout of that region, it couldn't be that same uh, moisture farm. So it was just I think indicating like that's where this is happening. Okay. What, just, what I think is what it was farms. is do you remember the. The people that were harassing the miners when, um, uh, in the Mandalorian, um, the the town that had the what was his name that had Timothy Oliphant. Yeah, yeah, yes, absolutely. I, what I think it is, I think it's the people that were, um, in my mind, that's who I saw it was. It was the people that were harassing his people. I think that was showing, mm-hmm. kind of, you know, reminding you a little bit about that there are people in this world that are, you know harassing people and things of that nature. And I think that's what that was. I think that was that group that it was causing havoc during that time period. Um, yeah, that's what I think it was. Yeah. Okay, all right. But yeah, but that's that's essentially the episode. So the only thing that we can really go to from here is like, what do we want to happen? Or what do we see happening? Or how? what's the direction of the show? What, whatever the thoughts may be, um, I'm gonna go ahead and throw my two cents in real quick. I really feel like Boba Fett is. It, we're gonna see scenes of where he's developed a good rapport with yep. the Tuscan Raiders, mm-hmm. and yes. they're gonna kind of be his like ace in the hole type of deal. Like mm-hmm. uh, this desert planet, uh, there's no escaping him because uh, he has the Tuscan Raiders at his disposal. Like yep. I really feel like that's gonna be a, a card that he plays at some point. Yeah. Um. But uh. Yeah. But yeah. I mean. I don't. I really don't know. I mean, it looks like it's going to be a series based on him establishing himself as a crime lord. I mean, yep. <laughs> uh, in a battle with the mayor, mm. uh, I do feel like we're going to get a lot of. Uh, or we are going to get some sort of reveal, whether it's uh, a Jedi or or something big. Like I do feel yep. like 
I kind of feel like with the crime lord aspect of it, we may get a, a a hint to a previous like crime syndicate, which Darth Maul was seen mm-hmm. as the mm-hmm. uh, the head of in Solo movie, which this would have taken place before A New Hope. Mm-hmm. Uh, but maybe this has played out further, and we'll see something yeah. connected to that. I don't know. I mean, it, it's possible. Um, I, I didn't. I probably should have done a little more research and seen what they what they were drawing on the wall. Like the, if you notice in that yeah, one scene, they drew a graffiti. symbol, a specific <laughs> kinda, symbol yeah. on the wall, and it was on there two or three times. Yeah. Um, they had drawn so on making there. Making their mark. Yes. Um, so I'm sure that has something to do with it. But what I would like to, what I would kind of like to see is, um, um, why does he want to become a crime lord? That would be an interesting thing. I, I do think he'll be, it's going to be interesting to see. I do think he's going to take the path with the Tuscan Raiders of, you know, kind of learning their ways, like kind of like that kind of way, like more like a Dances with Wolves, you know, Avatar type situation. So you think we're going to get like a, a detailed flashback like that of him mm-hmm. like in in uh, engulfing himself kind of in that culture? Yeah, maybe maybe not see? necessarily completely in, engulfing himself in that culture, but at least ingratiating himself into that culture and becoming a welcomed member of that culture mm-hmm. and maybe being even I mean, gifted, how he did it, I guess. I guess. Maybe yeah. you mean gifted the staff that he ends up with. Instead of it being mm. something that he takes. Okay. Um, the only two thoughts that I have for what to expect in the rest of the show is that the liaison of the mayor gets just brutally murdered, yeah. uh, killed, punched in the face. As much then, as I, I really want that to happen, um, I do. Or or he's going to be actually the big bad of the whole thing. Like he, <laughs> So the mayor is going to be a front and like actually he's going to be he's the like, one that's he's the puppet it. master. I hope strings. not because I honestly I don't want to see him ever again. Yeah. Just that voice, the yeah. look on his face, uh the fact that he's like, well, you also may be like visited again by yeah. some other uh, I feel yeah, like I he's going like, to get killed by the mayor. By the mayor. Yes. Well, as long as he's getting killed, I, that's right. all yep. That's all I care Just about. Just punched in the face yeah. yes. and then thrown off a cliff. Multiple times. <laughs> you know what? Knee rocket to the face. Please give me a knee rocket to the face for that guy. Gosh, yeah. man. Yeah. What a tool. I mean, I could see us meeting. Uh, it will be an interesting scene is us meeting the mayor by him coming back to the mayor and basically being like, the mayor saying, okay, so what's, her, what's their tribute? And he's like, oh, he said my tribute was my life. And he's like, it's not good enough. And then he just kills him. Yes. Yeah. Mm. So do we have like a speculation on who the mayor is or no? I mean, I don't know. I feel like it's going to be someone new. Yeah. I, okay. I, you know, I don't really see. See, look, I've done zero research for this, the, the Boba Fett series. So like, yeah. I don't know which actors are going to be in this yeah. entire seven yeah. episode run. Like, I don't know any of that, but I feel like. The mayor has to be somebody who's a little bit significant. In oh, you mean actor-wise? Yeah, actor-wise. Actor actor yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I can see you being someone, you know, relatively big. I thought you meant, like, character. I was yeah. like, well, I, I mean, think it's going to be If you character. had an idea, I mean, if you thought it was going to be, I mean, yeah. is it Maul? No, I don't think so. No, but, I, I well, mean. I was going to ask, you guys might know this. Is this based on any other, like, source material book-wise, or is this like a, a... Okay, so I will point out that the whole, the scene in the, in the Sarlacc pit is almost mm. like a like a rip out of the, the book. Fett, like non-canon Star Wars uh, comic book series, yep. which oh, okay. I thought that was pretty cool. But uh, gotcha. as far as the rest of this goes, I don't know how closely they're going to stick to any uh, Boba Fett storylines because most of the Boba Fett storylines are non-canon technically. Non-canonical. Yeah. Okay. C- technically. Yeah. But like Disney has shown that 
they'll take a non-canon material, source material, and yeah. like kind of canonize it, it and yeah. make it a yeah, modify it in a, in a way that where it is canon. So yeah. I don't know. They could potentially do that again, but like it just comes down to what <laughs> what storyline yeah. does they decide to use. Yeah. So I, I don't know where they're gonna go with that. I, I mean, yeah, I'll leave it in the capable hands of John Favreau. Yes, which he, I mean, he's proven to be. Go good, Johnny Go. Yes, that's all yeah. I gotta say. Go Johnny Go. Yes, it's been it's, it's been it's been a great run so far um, with Mandalorian and now uh, the yeah. book yeah. of Boba Fett. Which, I mean, think about it. The book of Boba Fett is only going to lead into the Mandalorian series, and so this mm. is only getting us more hype for. Yeah. And you know what? And I remember reading that like we're going to get a little bit of Pedro Pascal's Mandalorian in this series. So oh. like that would be re- really cool to see um, if that does actually pan out to be true. But uh, but yeah. So thoughts on the series moving forward? You, I mean, you enjoy the episode. We know that, right? But like, do you feel like this could kind of carry through the rest of the series as being top tier, like Mandalorian, Mandalorian level, or do you feel like uh, this has a potential to kind of I don't know, take a, a Falcon and Winter Soldier uh, <laughs> dive? I uh, think it's going to be interest, interesting to see with how much hype there is for this character. He is so beyond hyped as a character that it yeah. is going to be interesting to see if people are going to be able to separate what they have been thinking about for the last 50 years as who Boba Fett is and what we're actually going yeah, to see as who Boba he Fett. actually is. Yeah, yeah. Yes. that's a good point. Interesting. Because yeah. our, our, our head canon of Boba Fett is definitely uh, different than, than what we're being revealed yep. so far. So yeah. are, are we setting ourselves up for failure? I mean, yeah. in the series. And how many episodes? This was seven. Seven, seven? episodes, okay. yeah. Yeah, I, I'm just hoping that, I mean, I appreciate that this, we already mentioned it, this first episode was you know, kind of introduced, you know, very minimal kind of characters, storylines. Yeah, correct. Yes. I hope they don't pack this thing full like Marvel's done with some of their yeah. shows. I hope we just kind of follow, you know, obviously we're going to follow Boba Fett. But, I feel like um, Mandalorian has kinda, been consistent yeah. throughout Agreed. every episode. Agreed. So, like, I feel like... There's no reason that yeah. the Bo- book of Boba Fett, since it's like yeah. the, essentially that's the same showrunners, right. like essentially. Yeah. yeah. So I, I have faith that it's going to end up being like a yeah. uh, a solid solid series. Yeah. And uh, but yeah, I'm uh, I'm very excited to see what happens next. Yeah. So for sure. So yeah, uh, I think that's it. I mean, you guys have any like closing thoughts or anything like that? Just no? you know, bring it on. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So. Yep. Well, uh, yeah. Thanks for tuning in with us, listening here. Hopefully, you will uh, also be watching along with us and listening as we talk more about Bubba Fett in the weeks to come. And uh, also, as you're doing this, find us on Twitter. Um, go ahead and give us a rating and review where you listen to this podcast. Uh, hype up this podcast so people can be finding it, listening to it, uh, engaging with our content. Let us know what you're thinking about the series as well as we go along and talk about it. And we will see you next time, you peasants.